0: Hello and welcome back to What Do You Know For Sure podcast with me, Anne Hughes. In episode 33, I'm joined by Olivia Kahn. And well, she is Scottish, she's joining me from Berlin, which was quite nice. Olivia speaks about being a care-experienced young person and that real calling for creativity and the creativity that she sees in herself and, and other people that she grew up with and, and folk round about her. She is on the Champions Board and talks a lot about the 2015 the Care and Young People Scotland Bill and the promise that was made and that a thousand young people that were care experienced would be listened to. Olivia is really reflecting on how proud she is of Scotland for how we do support care-experienced young people. And this is a chat that we decided to call Care Experienced Creativity. I hope that you enjoy it. Olivia, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Hello, it's great to be here. Yes, uh, tell me a wee bit about you.
1: Sure. My name is Olivia Can, um, sometimes called Olivia Can Do. Um, because of my enthusiastic attitude. Um, I am based in currently very snowy Berlin in Germany. So it is absolutely freezing, the coldest I've ever experienced it. Uh, minus 13 this morning. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it was kind of terrifying. Um, so yeah, I'm based here, but I'm still very connected in uh, with Scotland. Uh, I'm a freelancer and I work for the Champions Board in South Ayrshire, which is an organisation that supports care-experienced young people, young people who come through the care system. Yeah. And I personally identify as um, a care-experienced young person and I grew up in foster care in sunny Scotland.
0: Thank you. And we know who you are now, Olivia. And I'm so keen to know this. What do you know for sure? Thanks.
1: I I really am fascinated by this question because I was wondering what do I know for sure, and what part am I going to pick, and you know, how am I going to really send this punch and 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 make it matter? And I was thinking, my, what I know for sure is that creativity is not a luxury. That's what I'm going to go with, um, and I think about this uh, specifically in in regards to the work I'm doing with the the disadvantaged population um, of Kate experienced young people and and the the creativity they show and that it really. Sh- shows to heal and support them Mm -hmm. and so what role has creativity played in your life then I mean the the one that comes in into mind most right now is I really feel like it saved my bum in lockdown for sure Mm -hmm. um I would often wake up and I don't know if you've ever felt this way of what am I actually doing today how productive am I gonna be where am I kind of setting my bar um and I'm quite a productive person. I'm, I mean, I can do, I'm, I'm always on the go. I like to, to keep busy. So I really was trying to figure out, you know, what to put on my to-do lists every day with this lack of motivation in a, in a dark German winter. Mm-hmm. So I started to just say every single day, I need to make something. I need to create something. And so I started writing letters to friends who had addresses saved in my, my Google Maps. And I've started to write to my two 12-year-old cousins, one in Ireland, one in Scotland, Um, and I when things get a little bit dark and when I get a bit confused that is absolutely keeping me focused if I'm a wee bit depressed it's like what am I doing today I'm making something sit down mess around with some pens so I I, I sewed ears to my hoodie the other day just absolutely just make something creative and I really think as a tool for survival this is great for me
0: yeah and You've spoken about, obviously, the work you do with Champions Board and advocating for young people coming through the the care system is something that I absolutely applaud. I have real concerns about how alone young people coming through the care system, when they leave, I have some experience of some people I know that have left the care system and how harsh that can sort of be. So what is the role that creativity
1: plays in in that? Mm. It's a really good question and it's only something... I've recently felt very strongly about. I worked for the Champions Board for a few years and it's often, you know, well, for in the beginning, we were talking to a lot of politicians, national, local level. We were talking to service providers like social workers and fire department and asking people what they would promise to us and what they would do to support young people, you know, asking the police to understand more what young people are going through when they come into contact with them. And Unfortunately, I had to study the statistics about care experienced young people, which are just really awful and used to really affect my mental health. You're more likely to die before you're 25. You're less likely to leave education with qualifications. You're more likely to be obese, to smoke, to die younger. It's just it's really quite horrible. And I think the one thing that we don't measure is creativity, and we have bucket loads of it. I think there's there's some kind of stoicism around somebody with struggle can create and make good things happen and comes with sort of a resilience. And I think that that's not always the case, but definitely with almost most of the young people I've ever met and myself, I feel there is a, a little gem of creativity in all of us, that the that, that, that sort of diamond in the rough. And I, I think that you, you kind of need to learn how to be that creative, I feel and and be supported and and have enough confidence to be able to to create and put stuff out there even just to friends so Mm -hmm. I think that this can be a lifeline and also that you know my my sort of um, political and legislative head comes on here where I think are we funding and supporting young people to make things for the sake of making things not necessarily for an output or but are we supporting young people in their own homes to just make a mess Mm seeing your
0: reflections on creativity
1: and young people that have come through the
0: care system, was that something you were able to honour and partake in when you were living in the care system, or is it something that you can now look upon and you learned as you left and you now reflect backwards on?
1: Mm, That's a really nice question. I think I was creative in my own way when I was in foster care. I was a bit. I felt like I was way too cool to get involved in the care experience stuff when I was in in foster care, and I would really avoid it. But there were a few opportunities to go to nice events and to get funding and to have a support worker. But I felt very much that I was too independent and uh, to rely on this. But I did see it in my foster brothers and sisters. I would have a complete, I completely fought with my sister all the time, but damn, could she write? She would write the most beautiful stories. And I would never, even to this day, I wonder if she knows how much I think her writing was beautiful, but uh, she really surprised me. And then little small businesses and, and baking, and there's this real, it almost makes me feel like every young person I ever come into interaction with, it just takes a little introduction to show them baking, for example, or clay. And the you you see the click and you're like, yes, there we go. There's something that's interesting to them. And um, so I, I don't think I was super I don't think I used it so much when I was younger, although I think my foster mom might disagree with the 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 drawings that I did and some of the creative stuff I did when I was younger. But coming through the care system and working with a a lot of care experienced young people made it a lot more obvious to me. And I really love going to the you know, the big meetings when we would say meet about the, the promise, the, Nicholas Sturgeon's promise um, in a big conference hall or something back in the day. And you would see blue hair and green bandanas and crazy piercings and tattoos. And I used to think, damn, we're a really like unique breed of people who are re, re you know, sort of creativity also comes in with your identity. I mean, I've also got crazy shaved hair. And I think there's something to that, rediscovering yourself as a young adult trying to figure out who you are what you stand for and what you want people to think about when they look at you and so I think that it's, it's literally on our faces sometimes and that's that's a really cool that's a really cool thing
0: yeah and you wanted we were keen to record this so that it goes out before care day on the 19th of February and so can you speak to that what is it
1: that you were wanting to say you were wanting to be out in the world before care day Sure. Um, We also just uh, celebrated the promise a year after the promise was sort of concluded, which was a a really almost a 10 year long process led by Nicola Sturgeon, where she promised to hear the voices of over over a thousand young people and service providers. And I mean, that was when I started my sort of career in the care system way back then. So it's really crazy to reflect on that, Having having completed and existed for an entire year, because I think last year it was kind of overshadowed by lockdown. So that was a great moment and we celebrated, but I feel like we celebrated with like panels and discussions and webinars. So I'm really hoping that Care Day will be more of a, I'm hoping to, to do some gaming on Facebook Live and maybe a quiz and some some more fun and connecting in kind of things and, and test out some technology and see if we can just check in with each other, have a laugh. Um, have some of that banter that I personally feel like I've been really missing. Um, So Care Day uh, Day started in 2015, which was to commemorate the one-year anniversary of the Children and Young People in Scotland bill, um, which was one of the most significant changes to legislation that we've ever seen ever. And I think that I don't really... I don't really have much to, to back this up, but I feel really proud of Scotland and, and it's moving forward of how, how we're supporting kid experienced Young People because we at the Champions Board at local level can do all we can to support young people. And we do, and we make a huge difference. But until we have that governmental support from Nicola Sturgeon's level, it can sometimes feel like we're fighting a, a, a really uneven battle. And also then means that Young people throughout Scotland have different experiences based on the resources they have at their Champions Board. So it really it feels like a, a great day to celebrate some big changes.
0: Mm-hmm. And what is your, your wish? I suppose, naturally actually, interestingly, on my radio show, night, the Radio Show, during the pandemic, I interviewed a young man, Jamie, on my radio show and he was a care experienced young person and he spoke about all of the promise and everything and he was part of those 1000 Voices as well and it was really interesting insight. And I mean, what is your ambition for young people coming through the care system? What do you wish could be different?
1: Again, another really great question. I, I think as I've been working more and more for the care system, this has changed. And right now... I've kind of, as a as a twenty five year old, I've kind of started thinking about my life in sort of wee chunks, and I think for my next five years, I have this sort of plan to really put the power in the hands of the young people, because uh, the care system is a great is a great example in involving the people who are directly an experience of something in this service provision. So that's a bit of a strange sentence, but basically. All of the work that gets done, all of the legislation that happened—for example, the the Children and Young People in Scotland Act bill—was uh, twenty-one young people put in a lot of effort and gave in all their views and, and put in a lot of work to make that happen. It wasn't just made off the back of some old people who are guessing what young people need. So every time there is a decision made, a person hired, anything, any move in the in the care system in this sort of world. Young people are asked what their views and opinions are, which I think is amazing. But I really feel like young people like myself who now have five, six years experience with this kind of work. I'm now looking around at freelance opportunities and and where to get work. And can I be a manager with this kind of experience? How can I grow my career? And so I see my future being Orientated around supporting young people in my sort of demographic, these older young people with all this experience and knowledge and personal lived experience to get really good careers, really meaningful work that they can, you know, guide their own future with. And I think that that is going to, you know, hit Scotland like a storm with all of these amazing, trained, um, young, creative minds. Oh, I look forward to the day. I look forward to the day over Olivia.
0: Thank you so much for coming on the podcast and for getting in touch to ask to come on the podcast.
1: I really do appreciate it. Amazing. Thanks so much for listening. This has been a really nice reflection.
0: Hello, and thank you for joining me on this episode of What Do You Know For Sure podcast. If you would like to connect with me, you can do that across social media by searching and Hughes Ignite.